Don't forget to follow us on Facebook at Doug Tyrrell History and Comment. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for Wednesday, the 19th of April, 2023. English explorer James Cook sights the eastern coast of Australia in 1770. This is the first European contact with the continent. Colonial militia go toe-to-toe with British regulars, first on Lexington Green and later in the day at Concord, Massachusetts. This is considered the shot heard round the world. A colonial group resisted the English army. The year is 1775. There was still a portion of the colonial population that remained loyal to England and another portion that wanted to avoid an outright war. James Parker was the captain of the Lexington militia. He gave the command to hold your fire unless fired upon. The well-known statue of the Minuteman in Lexington is thought to portray Parker, but there are no known portraits of him during his lifetime. It's uncertain who fired the first shots. Both sides had orders to hold fire. The regulars had made a habit of marching across the countryside the previous months. This day was of little difference. Parker had ordered the militia to disperse. They did not. There will be a skirmish at Lexington, and as the news traveled, the story got bigger. It did not help that the regulars proceeded to Concord as planned. The distance from Boston to Concord is roughly 10 miles. Today, it's just outside of the Boston Beltway and Lexington is inside of it. No matter the plan, the battle lit the fires of the Revolution. While we're on the subject of Boston, the first Boston Athletic Association road race is won by John McDermott in 1897. This is the first Boston Marathon, as it's known today. It was inspired by the Olympic Marathon the year before. I have little athletic ability, and running is on my lowest level. But I do like trivia. McDermott's winning time was the slowest in the event. The times have progressively gotten faster. The 2023 race this past weekend was the third fastest, with a winning time of 2 hours, 5 minutes, and 54 seconds. This year, the top three places were all faster than the 2022 time of 2 hours, 6 minutes, and 51 seconds. I suspect there are a lot of factors. Weather, not the least. But the times are getting faster. It might be reasonable to assume we will see a finish in under two hours in the not-so-distant future. Another point, and this is a deadly third rail, for the past three decades, runners from East Africa have dominated the winner's platform. I suspect no one wants to discuss population genetics here. Lawman Elliot Ness is born in 1903. He will make a name for himself routing out prohibition violations in Chicago. The term untouchable came from the inability of Al Capone et al. to bribe him with cash. There is much to the tale of Depression-era gangsters Bonnie Parker and Clyde Barrow. Parker was not the innocent young girl who was led astray by the rounder Barrow. Parker had married just short of her 16th birthday. She and husband Ray Thornton had brushes with the law. The marriage was short-lived, but she was still wearing her wedding ring when killed. On this day in 1932, she and fellow gangster Ralph Fultz rob a hardware store looking for firearms. Parker was not indicted, but Fultz served time for the crime. Barrow and a fourth man escaped capture. South Korea is having a political crisis in 1960. Singman Rhee had been a leading figure prior to the Korean War and president since. He was trying to get term limits lifted. His popularity was waning, 
and there were calls and protests that the recent elections were rigged, forcing him to resign. In the end, he will be evacuated by U.S. officials and live out his life in Hawaii in exile. Charles Manson is sentenced to death in 1971 for the series of murders he led. The sentence will later be commuted to life in prison. He died there in 2017. 1985, 200 ATF and FBI agents lay siege to a compound in Arkansas. The group surrenders two days later. The Simpsons make their debut in 1987. During a training exercise, a gun turret exploded on the USS Iowa in 1989, killing 47 sailors. The investigation was controversial and initially pointed to sabotage by a lone sailor. A second, more detailed investigation cleared the sailor and pointed to improperly stored gunpowder. The powder had been manufactured in the 1930s, making it older than the ship itself. There is something about this day in the Alphabet Boys. In 1993, the FBI and ATF were again in a siege. This time, it was at 51 Days and in Waco, Texas. The Branch Davidians, similar to the previous Arkansas folks, were a strange mixture of religious cult, extremist, with an unhealthy dose of doomsday rhetoric. Not dissimilar to Jim Jones and his Guyana tragedy. There is still debate as to what happened when the Fed stormed the Waco compound. If you forget, it caught fire and burned to the ground with great loss of life. The common issue is the feds wanted to search on weapons charges. Not that there was a crime committed with the weapons, just that they had them. This raises some serious and hotly debated points, not the least of which is Second Amendment issues. I'm not some gun nut nor collector, but the simple reading and original intent was that citizens could own any weapon they could afford period. If Fred Q. Billionaire wants to outfit a fleet of tanks or a couple of F-16s, that is well within the intent of the Second Amendment. The reading is not qualified. The right of the people to keep and bear arms is not limited to smoothbore muskets. It is simply not limited. The issue becomes the Davidians were not committing crimes with guns. That should be prosecuted on the criminal act and not on the type of weapon. We could also go down the path of what is a hate crime. Rather, let's stay on topic. The crime the federal agents wanted to investigate was the simple possession. The events are still debated whether the feds overreacted and were at fault. In all likelihood, that is a yes. It's a very simple trap for any authority to fall into. The claim they have moral high ground and any means is justified. We could look back on the ambush of Bonnie and Clyde and ask the same question. Or dozens of traffic stops gone wrong. Then there is the Oklahoma City bombing on this day in 1995. That was clearly a reaction to Waco, but outside of reasonable. It begs the discussion, what recourse does the population have when government is the rogue? Fidel Castro resigns in 2011 after holding the office for almost 50 years. His brother, Ruol, succeeds him and is replaced on this day in 2018. Three years ago, there is a shooting spree in near-socialist Canada, leaving 22 people dead, the deadliest rampage in the country's history. The issue is not the presence of weapons, but the human condition. That is the problem. That's History and Comment for the 19th day of April. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.